chance to go ahead and get into that packet from last week, to go ahead and get the word because our faith comes by the word. We just got finished going through that, Romans uh, 10 and 17. Faith comes by the word. And from our little illustration from last week, we had the word and we had faith. And when you get the word, you get your faith on that matter, on that situation, on healing, on soundness, on wholeness. So when you get the word on healing, on soundness, on wholeness, you get the faith for healing, soundness, wholeness. So I'm trying to make it as plain as possible. No, no mystery. We want it plain. Precept upon precept. What are we doing? How do we get there? How do I do it again? Because so many are like, yes, the Lord did it. And they don't have a clue to understand how it happened or how to repeat it. Those, thank God, that's grace. But for most people, a lot of faith accidents. We don't have time for that. Deliberate, this is what I'm doing. Every single time I'm listening to the word of God and I'm listening for God's voice on what to do next. So Ephesians 2 and 8, for by grace ye are saved through faith. That is not of yourselves. It is a gift of God. We talked about it before. A gift is a gift. It's not something that you have to earn. If you have to earn it, then it's a paycheck. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, that's the difference right there. But because Jesus shed his blood, hallelujah, yes. for us, we've been given this gift, yes. the gift of grace. Yes. And he is grace. Yes. He is grace. Yes. Jesus is grace. Yes. And so that we're able to stand and, and be in peace and, and be liberated in that, but not just to end it there. So, Mead, if you can go to Romans 4 and 16 for me, please. And when you're in your prayer time and your time when you're by yourself because you need that. And I, it's not a thing of, again, we talked about grace and we talked about faith and we talked about the balance of both. You can't be all on one side and not the other. You know, grace makes a very passive Christian. We talked about that. You're just sitting back chilling like, mm. Grace, I don't have to do anything. I'm resting. I'm chilling. I don't. No, no, no. That's not what we're saying to do. Um, and so that that has you just kind of hanging out, wandering and lingering, and not really getting what you're supposed to get, and then mad that something didn't happen because you were just sitting around chilling and nobody told you to go ahead and quit your job or anything that ridiculous. Yes, you do need grace, but you also need faith. You've got to have both. And then a Christian who is all faith and no grace becomes a very legalistic Christian. So that Christian is all about 90,000 confessions, um, praying all the time. You're fasting every day until now you look like a twig of nothing. And um, you have no idea what's going on. You're way on the other side of that. Again, time to bring it up. Is there time for confessions? Absolutely. Is there time that you're supposed to pray and pray in your prayer language? Absolutely. But you have to understand the reasons why. And the point is these things... This is called the works of faith. Yes. The works of faith. Yes. We're no longer under the law, and meaning that we're no longer bound by the law in having to get God to do something. Meaning, when the law was there, they, and they knew they were going to mess up, they had to measure up to the law. So they knew they were going to mess up. So then they had all these things that they had to keep, <laughs> all the laws that they had to keep. And then they knew they were going to mess up so that he had to bring an offering every time to do it. Well, our final offering was Jesus yeah. so that we no longer have to work for the provision that God has already made available to us. So for once and for all, yeah. the sacrifice, the sacrifice for everything we will do, every sin that's ever committed, every sickness, a pain, every hurt, every ill, for all of that, one sacrifice was able to cleanse it all and take care of it. That sacrifice is Jesus. Hallelujah. And because he sacrificed, now we can accept what Jesus did, the finished works of the cross, as a free gift. A free 
gifts. So nothing that you have to work for. So we need make sure that we find the balance. You got to have the balance right there. So not all one and not all the other. We just got to find the balance. But as we're finding the balance, knowing that we are in the works of faith and the works of faith. So uh, Romans 4:16. therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end. The promise might be sure to all the seed. We are the seed. Galatians 3:29 says we are now in Christ. We are Abraham's seed and we are heirs according to the promise. So we're the seed so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not to that only which is of the law. Hello, the ones that were born into that, but also which is of the faith of Abraham. Again, talking about us, who is the father of us all. He's the father of us all. Can we go to 17? As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things that be not as though they were. But I want to go back. Who calleth those things that be not, which be not. Who calleth those things which be not. Now, we've already gone through uh, Philemon. It's either one to six or Philemon six. is only one chapter. So either way, how you want to do it. But in an understanding that it's already placed on the inside of us. But Second Peter 1 and 3, that God has given us everything that pertains unto life and to godliness. He's given it to us already. And we know that we are in Christ. So Christ is on the inside of us and everything we need is on the inside of us. So we have it on the inside and our born again spirit already. We already have it. We already have it. And to the fact that we already have it, it is already done. Now, we keep saying done and finished, but again, it's going to be a lot of synonyms. The bottom line is it's going to be complete. That's why I want you to understand it's complete. That's why his answer to us is yes and amen, because it's complete. I was talking to my mom, I was on my my way home from work, and she was talking to me, she says, yeah, and I was listening to this and that and the other, and I said, mom, I said, "It's, it's, it's complete. She says, yeah, I know. I said, no, 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 no. It's, it's, I said, it's complete. She said, yeah, I know. I said, but it's done. She said, yes, I understand it's done. See, for most Christians, they are constantly fighting the answer of yes from God. That's what takes them so hard or told so long to believe because they are still vacillating with the fact that is he going to tell me yes? But if you get the word, you get the faith on that topic knowing that he already said yes. He already said yes. So when we are using our faith and we say that we're using our faith for spiritual fishing, like I said last week, when you put a fishing pole into the water, it does not make fish. (laughs) The pole doesn't make fish, but it gets the fish that are already in there. Likewise, with your faith, when you get word, you get your faith. And then when you send out that word, your faith accompanies the word and goes and grabs on the other side in the spirit realm and brings it back over onto this side so that you can see manifestation of it. So when you send out 1 Peter 2 and 24, by the stripes of Jesus, I was healed, am healed, were healed, you send out that word and your faith goes. And it's over there going to go get the healing. Now. While it's out there going to get the healing, stuff's going on. Pain in your body. Doctor's report. Doesn't look so good. Gotten bigger. Another scan. Doesn't look good. 
another phone call. Something is bad. You still sent your word out there and faith went to go bring back healing. That's right. But what that is, is your patience should be at work. And when it says patient, let patience have her perfect work in James 1 and 2. You probably should go there. James 1 and 2, let patience have her perfect work. We talked about that. Patience is not putting up with. Patience isn't, I'm enduring the lack. I'm enduring the pain. I'm enduring the suffrage. I'm enduring not having enough money to pay. Mm -mm, that's not what patience is. When it says patience has her perfect work, it actually means that patience was employed. That's different. Patience has been given a job, hired, so that full-time, that's right, Pastor, full-time. Patience was hired, meaning to be consistently the same over and over and over and over. So when you send your patients out there, you send faith out there to go get healing. Your job is to maintain your focus, is to maintain what Jesus, through the finished works of the cross, has already obtained for you. So while it is out there, you keep your faith out there on the field. You keep your faith out there. And you keep your faith out there by sending more word on that by sending more word on that so when the phone call comes nope i'm already healed nope it looks worse than i've ever seen it before lord you sent your word and you said it did heal them you know what i'm you have to be having your body has to be writhing in pain right now lord i thank you that i receive it i'm already healed lord i thank you that i'm healed yes lord that i'm healed no did you hear me we got a second stand scan we want you to go for another one lord, lord i thank you that i am healed yes yes lord i thank you i receive my healing it's already done it's already done you're not sending your faith out there to make healing your faith is going to take the healing that has already been prepared for you. Already been prepared. Your Philippians 4.19, Lord, my God said he's able to make all grace. That's 2 Corinthians 9 and 8. My God is able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing come to me in abundance so that I will always and under all circumstances and whatever the need, be self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid or support and furnish an abundance for every good work and charitable donation. I sent that word. Yes. And as sending my word, there went my faith right. on that. Lord, I thank you for my job. Yes. Nope, Lord, I thank you for my job. This is the worst time to get a job in the universe. Lord, I thank you for my job. That's you right. said you were able to make all grace, right. every favor, right. every earthly blessing. Yes. Lord, I thank you. Nope. Turned you down for a job. Lord, I thank you. I've got my job. Lord, I thank you. I have my job. Lord, I thank you. The job that I want, the perfect job for me, making just what I want. Lord, I thank you. Lord, you're not, not a man that you would lie. Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah. I receive it. Lord, you don't change your mind. It is mine already. I had it before. It was provided for me 2,000 years ago. Do you understand that? 2,000 years ago. What you needed today at 11.09 or 6, classes, um, that whatever time it says behind me, whatever you needed at this second, he made 2,000 years ago. Already done. Complete. Finished. Your word, again, your grace has made it. And your faith with the word will take it.
will take it. We'll take that healing. We'll take that deliverance. We'll take the wholeness. We'll take the soundness. We'll take the nothing broken, nothing missing. Your faith takes what grace has already made through the finished works of the cross. It is already done. And that's why we can say it's already done. And in that part is where now you are going to have to labor to enter into the rest. That's the rest. And the thing is, that fight that we're talking about, that the continuing to say the, the confession over and over, continuing to put the word out there and keep going and praying in the morning and praying in your prayer language and, and listening for that rhema word, those are works of faith. They're works of faith. But most Christians don't get to that point because they are still vacillating with the fact that God is saying yes. Because we've heard it for years and just a lot of religious stuff, but not based on the word of God. Sometimes the answer is yes. Sometimes the answer is no. Sometimes the answer is not now. That is nowhere in the Bible. Not that we read. Not that we read. Promises is clear. The promises of God are yes and amen. The word is already done. It's very clear about that. It is very, very clear. Which is why this is my favorite. No, these are the things that we should know before you even get out the gate. God is not a man that he should lie. Numbers 23 and 19. And these translations are my favorite. God is not like people. He tells no lies. He is not like humans. He doesn't change his mind. It says he is not the son of man that he should repent. Repent means to change your mind. He did not change his mind about your healing. He did not change his mind about your deliverance. He did not change his mind about your prosperity. He did not change his mind about giving you houses full of all good things that you did not feel. He didn't change his mind on that. He didn't change his mind on restoration. He didn't. In Jeremiah 33, in the message, it says that I will make things as good as new. I will restore everything that was lost. He did not change his mind on that. He didn't change his mind on that. You have something that's missing, you better speak about it. You better say something about it. And in Romans 4 and 16, which we just got finished saying, God, even God, calls those things that be not. What be not in your life? I do speak well, I promise. What be not? What be not? If there is lack, you call abundance. If there is sickness, you call healing. If there's destruction, you call restoration. All right. Thank you, Jesus. Call those things that be not. Yes. God, even God, calls those things. If he does it, we do it. The proudest moment for any parent, any aunt, uncle, or whomever is when a younger one tries to imitate them. As a picture, I was looking through pictures, and there's a picture of Deacon Lenny on the bed <laughs> when he was smaller. Move this pamper on, sorry, sir. And he had on glasses and a necktie. <laughs> Just chilling. A very smaller version of Pastor. <laughs> he did a good imitation of him at that time. We are to be imitators of Christ, imitators of our God. If he calls those things, then we call those things. Why? Because God has what he says. We have what we say. That's how it's supposed to be. So in our works of faith, that is how we enter into 
that rest. And we are going to go to Hebrews 4 um, shortly. But uh, let's go to 18, Romans 4, 16, 18. And obviously, this is talking about, we're talking about Abraham. Eventually, we'll be talking about Abraham and what he did. Yes, he is the father of us all. But in that time, who hoped, excuse me, who against hope, believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken, which was spoken, God had given him a new name. He changed it from Abram to Abraham. Yes. Abram was not the father of many nations, but Abraham was. Yes. So what was spoken, so shall that seed be, 19, and being not weak in faith, he considered not. He considered not. That's telling us right there what weak faith is. Weak faith is when you consider. Weak faith is when you consider the notice of job loss. Weak faith is when you continue to, to, to consider um, the doctor's report. Weak faith is when you continue to consider that the bank account looks the way it does. That's weak faith. We're not supposed to be in weak faith. But it shows us what he did about it. So he considered not. He considered not the fact that he was already 100 years old, his wife was 80 plus. He considered not their situation. And it's going, that's about as bad as it's going to get. And God has already told him that they are going to be, he's going to be the father of many nations. And that she's going to have a child at that age. So it can't look any worse. What are the impossible situations that you feel like, God, can it look any worse? This is one of those situations. Not that you're asking for it to make it worse, but... It was already in an impossible state. Yes. But this is where he was. He staggered not at the promise. Right. He staggered not. Right. Meaning he didn't fight against God said that, no, you're the father of me. He didn't fight against it. Right. That's me staggered not. He listened. He kept his focus. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith. Yes. Now we know what strong faith is. Staggering not at the promise. Strong faith is staggering not at the promise, not taking your eye off the promise of healing, not taking your eye off the promise of restoration, not taking your, your eye off the promise of deliverance. That's strong faith. Then yeah. in that, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Yeah. He's entering into the rest. Yeah. And in entering to the rest at that point and being fully persuaded. Yeah. How do you become fully persuaded? You keep your eye on the word of God and keep it off of what's trying to pull you off of it. Now, I was talking to my mom this morning, and trust me, this is for all of us. The devil was trying to beat the stew out of my brain this morning. Just one thing after the other, after the other, and I'm like, whoa! And I had a call from some reinforcements. She hooked me up. Um, so I called for the troops, <laughs> and they came back in and, and pulled me off the ropes. But the bottom line is, I had to remember, being fully persuaded. What did God tell me? He said, yes. And if I had listened to the lies of the enemy, you would not have gotten that this morning. But I said, no, I'm doing it anyway. You need to know that he loves you enough to make preparation for anything you would ever need. 2,000 years ago, you have it already. It is now time to take. Be partakers and receive. Be a partaker and receive. And being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform now we've said it's already done and it is and i've heard i heard pastor dollar say this and it's so true god finished everything he completed everything in this time of when you sent your faith 
out after the word that you sent. During this time right now, this is the best part. <laughs> the time of your standing and waiting, you're entering into the rest, but now you're just, you're like, what do I do? What do, do, I, do, I, do I sit down? Do I not say anything else? You keep the word going. You keep the word applied. Pastor Dollar said that God will continue to change and rearrange the situation to make sure that it meets with the standard of the word. I don't care what it looks like right now. Keep your faith out there long enough on the field, letting patience have a perfect work, employing patience to stay out there with your faith long enough to change the situation to meet up with the standard of the word, to meet up with the promise God has already given you on that already. Again, calling those things that be not. If it's not like you've been calling it, keep calling it. If it's not how it's supposed to look, then you keep saying what you want to see. Keep calling it. Don't stop. You keep going. Let's go to Hebrews 4 and 1, meeting when you get a chance. God is ready to give rest to whoever who wants it. Rest. Rest to whoever wants it. Rest to whoever needs it. We need that rest. You need the rest. Hebrews 4 and 1. Let us therefore fear lest a promise. And that fear is um, not to consider, not to pay attention, not to be mindful. Let us therefore fear lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should, should seem to come short of it. Come short of the rest. The rest is where you're supposed to be. You're resting because it is finished. You're resting because it is done. Enter that rest. And while you're entering into that rest, you will be doing works of faith to stay in that place of rest. You're not manufacturing healing. You're taking the healing that's already been manufactured. You are not manufacturing prosperity. You are taking possession of the prosperity that's already been made available to you. You are not manufacturing uh, restoration. You are taking hold of the restoration that has already been provided for you. But don't get me wrong. Even though you all receive this packet, if you do not spend time with the word, you're not going to know what is there to deal with that situation. So if you have no word, you have no faith. No word, no faith. No word, no faith. Your faith goes to get what has already been made available to you, but you won't know what's been made available unless you get the word of God on that topic. Unless you get the word of God on healing, on restoration, on soundness, on wholeness. You've got to get the word. But we need to enter into the rest. God rested on the seventh day after creating everything. He didn't rest because he was exhausted. He rested because that was it. He was finished. In the courtroom, when they say, I rest my case, it's not he says, judge, I'm exhausted from talking. I rest my case. No, that is not what he does. <laughs> he rests his case because everything he needed to say about the topic is done. Meaning, hey, Hoss, I've said everything I needed to say. It's a wrap. And when he says he rests his case, he is confident that it's going to go his way. He said, I rest my case. And he walks off glazing like this is it, skinning, because he knows it's going to go his way. That's how we are. When we stand and we say, no, today I take my healing. This very day, I receive it on today. And I'm not getting off of this word. I rest.
that's my case because Lord this is what you said you said you sent your word and you healed me you said that by stripes I'm already healed this is what you said Lord hallelujah so I rest my case I rest my case and so when the situation keeps coming up and you have the pain mm -mm. I said by the stripes of Jesus I'm already healed doubled over the pain Lord I know what your word said this is what you your word said and you turn it over and you pull out your scriptures and you go down the line and you wear that devil out and you beat him up all day long and you keep going and you keep going and you keep moving and you keep moving in the word and moving in the word what you're doing is maintaining your place of rest the enemy wants you to get your mind and your focus off the word of God. And if he can do that, then he can talk you out of your title deed. Yeah. He can talk you out of receiving what God has already made available to you. Yeah. That's what he's trying to do. That's what he tried to do to me this morning. Yeah. He tried to get me off of my stand. He tried to let me see things that were going to aggravate me and get me off of what I already know. But the devil is a liar. God's word is true. Let God be true and every man be a liar. Every man be a liar. Every situation, every sickness, every pain, every pain, every lack, everything that's missing, everything that's broken, everything be a liar. Let God's word be true. Let the word line up. Hallelujah. Make sure that situation lines up with the word of God so that the standard is right. God's word is already settled. It's been settled. That's why it said God's word, your word, Lord, is forever settled in heaven. Why? Because it's already done unto you. It's already done. His promises are yes and amen. They are already done unto you. Enemies trying to get you off of what you have. You entered the rest to maintain your position. To maintain your stance of it's already mine and it's already done. It's already mine. It's already done. No matter what it looks like. No matter what it sounds like, regardless of how I feel, regardless of what they told me, if it looks worse than it ever has before, the word of God is my guarantee that regardless of what the five senses are telling me right now, faith, my sixth sense is telling me, baby, it's on its way back. Don't you worry about it. I got it with me. Every time you send that word out, it's coming. It doesn't matter. It's coming back as long as you keep your faith out there on the field. And how do you keep it out there on the field? By watching your mouth. Please do not say anything against yourself. Right. Watch your mouth. Yes. It is the desire. It is the five senses that want you to tell everybody, feel sorry for me. Mm, I'm having the worst day ever. Shut up. Shut your mouth. Right. Shut it, right. shut it, shut it. Don't say a word. That's shut right. it down. Right. What does the word say? That's what you're supposed to be saying. But that's how fine the line is. It is yours already. Yes. It is already yours. You've got to understand all you're doing is just hanging out waiting for somebody to show you what's already belonged to you. You know what's in there. Sit tight, it's on its way. Yes, that's right. It's just a matter of transportation. <laughs> just a matter of transportation. You're not looking for approval. You've gotten the approval. The answer is yes. You're just waiting for transport. From the spiritual realm into the physical side, the manifestation side, because it already belongs to you. The Old Testament was a shadow of who was to come, which was Jesus. And Jesus is our Sabbath. Yes, he, is. he is our Sabbath rest. That's yes. what that means. Because of what he did, there we have peace. There we have deliverance. There we have wholeness. There we have soundness. It's already done. We truly believe we are freed to receive what God already has for us. And the truth is, <laughs> we know... In cooperating with God, cooperation is definition, acting together for a common benefit or purpose. It's a joint venture. In Mark 16 and 20, it said that he works with us, confirming the word with signs following. Yes. 
2 Corinthians 5 and 21 says we've been made the righteousness of God. And we are the righteousness of God by faith. Romans 3, 21 through 22. We are the righteousness of God and revealed. It's revealed unto us. It's revealed unto us. And we talked about James 1 and 2. That when you leave patience out there, hallelujah, and let patience have her perfect work, employ her, then you will be perfect and entire wanting nothing because you got it already. You will be perfect and entire wanting nothing. The highest and greatest form of faith is rest. It's rest. That's the highest form. You believe God, then you are resting. When you don't, when you hear messages like this, you're like, okay, thank you, Jesus. So because you're not resting. That's right. that, you're not resting. We're resting because it's already done. The finished works of the cross are already done. We're resting because it's already completed. We're resting because it's done already. It is already done. Rest in works of faith. It doesn't mean to chill, ignore it, act like it's not there, don't deal with it, fall asleep and just think you wake up in the morning it's not going to be there. No. The word of God is true. You need to speak and open up your mouth. We believe, therefore we speak. If you're not opening your mouth, clearly you're, just, you're not believing something because <laughs> you're not saying what you're supposed to say. But we are to call those things that be not. That is your opportunity. Keep your focus. Stay on the word. I don't even know how many ways I can say it. Keep hearing the word. Keep reading the word. Keep speaking the word. Keep saying the word. And you have authority as a believer to place a demand on what has already been provided. I command my healing. I command my body to line up with the word of God. I command my finances to line up with the word of God on my prosperity. I command this situation, the restoration to be here because I have a right to do so. I've been given a right by almighty God to do what needs to be done to enter the rest. The rest is still available. That's the thing. The rest that was available to the children of Israel is yet available to us. Labor, that is the labor. The labor is using the tongues. The labor is using scripture. The labor, hallelujah, is using the word of God to stay there and to maintain what Jesus has already obtained for you. Last scripture real quick, Isaiah 28, 11 through 12. It says, with stammering lips, we enter into the rest. Praying in your prayer language. Praying in your prayer language. When you have the word on that thing and you are already resting, you can in your prayer time. That is where you enter into the rest, the refreshing, with stammering lips. With stammering lips. When you can get that wisdom, in Romans it says that we speak the wisdom. Hallelujah. When we pray in our prayer language, we, we speak hidden wisdom. Hidden wisdom made available for us, not from us. It's, it's made for you already. So the answers and direction you need when you go ahead and you take that scripture because you know that situation is already done. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah. It is the rest. With stammering lips, we enter into the rest of what's already been made available to you it is completed so today ask yourself have I spent enough time with the word have I spent enough time with the word to get the word on the situation so I know how to move so I know what to do and in 
my rest, the labor to stay there. Because the situation wants to pull you off of that. The labor to stay there is knowing the word of God, is praising him and thanking him, having a church service all by yourself. That when the situation comes and it has you as far away from the promise as it looks like you can possibly be, that's where you labor to get back into that rest. Labor to understand, nope, he said it's already done. It's already mine. I am standing here until I see what I say. Thank you for listening to today's message. Visit www.rwolfc.com for articles, blog posts, message references, and our monthly calendar of events.